It's TGI Friday on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller on August 12th. Thank you so much for stopping by. Let's give ourselves a break. What do you say? Let's. We've talked about all the stuff going on this week. And actually, as we said when the moon wobble peaked on Wednesday that we were going to get a little reprieve, and it looks like this chart is going to take its foot off of our throat a little bit. Thought maybe we could take a look here because the weekend's pretty light, actually. Today, the moon moves into Pisces at 2.44 this afternoon after being void, of course, since 7.06 this morning, Eastern. No aspects tomorrow. And then on Sunday, we do have one that we definitely need to note. Happens at 1.10 in the afternoon. The sun will be opposite Saturn. And then, just in time for our healing convergence at 8 p.m. Sunday night, if you'd like to join us on our YouTube channel, Fun Astrology Podcast, or on our Facebook group, the Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast listeners group, that will be at 8 p.m. Sunday night. Well, four hours, three and a half hours before that, the moon enters Aries, beginning its next lap around the zodiac. And then at 5.30, Mars trines Pluto. And that's why I was saying the energy takes its foot off our throat a little bit. Whenever the sun is related to Saturn, especially in a square or an opposition, you have to stop and take note. So see, we're not out of the woods yet. And that Mars trining Pluto has two sides to it as well. If you are living a conscious life, that aspect at 5.30 Sunday afternoon, which you will have between now and then, to enjoy the waxing or the applying energy of that aspect is huge because you're talking about Mars, the power representation, and Pluto, the triple power representation. Super strong energy. What would you like to manifest? That's almost one of those blank check kinds of things. If you're working with the universe on your life, man, move something forward, especially related to money. Or if you're establishing legacy projects, kind of like what Robert and I have talked about with the Old Soul, New Soul podcast and just anything that you're doing in your life that could outlast you physically or that you could carry into your next incarnation. Super, super powerful Sunday night. If you are the collective and you are barely struggling to be levels of energy, Fred Dodson's book, 250, a little bit better than apathetic, well, this is going to be a tough one. And if we go back to the cookbook, as we've talked about so many times, this would be another one that (laughs) maybe just turn your news apps off and we'll all find out on Monday morning. Something certainly could be possible under that energy. All right, I am literally, physically turning the page on my Honeycomb Collective Almanac, and let's look at the week ahead of us, beginning with Monday the 15th, and it really gets a lot lighter. We will be reading Ray Merriman's free uh, MMA Cycles report tomorrow, and we'll cover that, get back on track there as normal. And those of you who are in the markets, you might want to take a look at next Thursday or Wednesday or Tuesday as it applies to Venus trining Retrograde Saturn, generally quite a positive aspect in the financial markets. Mars next week on Saturday enters Gemini. Mars came into Taurus where it is now like a lion. Will it leave like a lion or like a lamb? We'll see. 
But let's turn another page and look at the week of the 22nd, because that Monday, so two or a week from Monday, begins Virgo season. And then on the 24th, Uranus turns retrograde. And that brings us to where I kind of wanted to camp out. So Venus now is in Leo, following behind the sun. Sun moves into Virgo on the 22nd, but on the 25th, Venus squares the north node of the moon. Two days later, Uranus takes it another couple of weeks, but it finally chases down and squares Mars on September 16th. Now, the structure of the chart by the end of August changes. That's important because Mars has left Taurus by then. It will be in the early degrees of Gemini. But we saw what happened when the sun squared the north node of the moon, Uranus, and Mars in Taurus. Well, now Venus is going to come through, and we'll have to see what energy is left. Was Mars the big trigger or the catalyst of these things happening while it was connected so closely to the north node of the moon and to Uranus? Or does the north node and Uranus have legs that are going to get triggered again just by Venus squaring it from Leo? If you want my two cents on it, the sun was in a fire sign, Mars was in the earth sign, but the sun was triggering Mars. There's fire, fire. I think the sun's transit through Leo is going to be more impactive. However, I would have my eye on the Venus-Uranus square related to money, maybe particularly the stock market, maybe a money announcement or a money surprise. But I don't think that airy Venus is going to cause as much trouble as the sun did in its own sign of Leo, just like a striking a match on that fiery Mars in earthy Taurus. And that was why I was saying it will let its foot off our throat a little bit. But keep doing the work that we've talked about all week. Bubble protection and energetic protection and don't leave the house without some kind of an intention and protection of yourself your family your pets literally everything you love all right we'll be back with mma cycles and ray merriman financial astrology tomorrow hope you get some rest and revive your physical body it's been through a lot and your soul we'll see you back here again for our regular business on monday 